The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Matt Smith in for Mike Evans this morning alongside Stink. The topic of the week is Russell Wilson and how to fix him. Shannon Sharp says the issues may run deeper than just his play on the field. All I know, I've played with two organizations. And I was respected by my teammates in both organizations. Yep. Something that he has not gained in lead neither organization. Neither. Now, I know what the guys will say publicly, but if I tell you something about Denver Broncos, you take it to the bank mm. and you cash it. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson is not liked in that locker room. They don't like the purse that he get because he has not earned them. Yep. He has an office in that building. Yep. He sets himself apart. He thinks he's better than they are. Yep. And they sense it and they know it. And they do not like it. Mark, Jerry, Judy, and K.J. Hamler came to Russ's defense alongside Tim Patrick and Garrett Bowles. And despite the 4-11 record and the worst career start to any single season Russell Wilson has ever had, at least some teammates are trying to stand up for the guy publicly. Sure. You know, and and I you would expect that because, you know, that's that's what you do on a team. And, and I'm not saying that those guys are not – those guys aren't correct. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that those – don't feel that way about Russell Wilson. I'm not saying that there weren't some guys in Seattle that that had a good relationship and liked Russell Wilson, but Sharp is right in this in in this context. If you're not winning and you are you're given all kinds of uh, you know all kinds of perks or you're given all kinds of concessions that everybody else doesn't get, and you're not winning and you're part of the reason you're not winning and they're paying you all that money. Eventually, there be, there there will be some resentment somewhere. I mean, it happened in Seattle, and and I think Sharp is is right in some regard. I will say this: there were plenty of guys that played with To, and you remember To. Um, there were plenty of guys that played with him um, that liked To, and most of those guys were on the defensive side of the ball. They were like, "Yeah, To's great," and there's a lot of guys on the offensive side of the ball that couldn't stand him. And, you know, I mean, it is it is what you're not going to get along with. You're not going to get along with every one of your teammates. It's just it's it's 53 different personalities and from different backgrounds and everything. You're just not. It's just the way it is. But you damn well better respect them all. And when you get paid two hundred fifty million dollars and you play worse than a rookie, I mean, Brock Purdy is 10 times the quarterback right now as we sit currently, right? Not, I'm not talking about history. I'm talking about the play on the field right now is 10 times better than what Russell Wilson's displaying. And I don't know why. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I just know that that's the way it is right now. If you put the two quarterbacks on film, there's no question that Brock Purdy, the Mr. Irrelevant seventh rounder, is playing much better football than Russell Wilson, and Ooh. that that's gonna that's gonna irritate. Eventually, it'll irritate people. Next up in the morning brew, we're back to Shannon Sharp, who says he thinks he has a reason why the teammates are not taking to Russell. That's the problem with Russ, Skip. Football is secondary now. There are other things that are more important than Russell Wilson. And football isn't as important as it once was. He doesn't have the hunger. He doesn't have the hunger, and he doesn't have the athleticism. I think we've seen countless examples of that this year, Stink, especially the athleticism. He just doesn't look like the same guy anymore, be it his weight, be it his, the shape that he's in, be it the fact that they didn't get 
fully calloused in training camp, maybe like he was used to in Seattle. So if he rolled in a couple of LBs overweight, he'd just work it off in training camp. It wasn't that rigorous, right? So I think there is something to that with all the branding and all the social media and all that focus. It definitely has been that way in the past, but it feels like since coming to Denver, he just put everything on 10. Yeah, I don't I like the athleticism thing. Like, I don't see him being like dramatic drop off from two years ago when he threw 40 touchdowns versus 13 interceptions. Like he's lost a step, uh, though, don't you think? Well, I don't know about I don't maybe half a step and maybe that's the maybe that's the weight or whatever. But I don't like I'm just telling you, I just don't see that dramatic a, a drop off athletically. OK. Um, and, you know, and. and and again, I, who knows with, with him? Um, like, do I believe he's still passionate and he works hard? And he does? yes, yeah, I, I believe all those things about him. But I do believe that you know, creating a brand and the in the store that he and Sierra have, and yeah, you know, I do believe those things those things take you away from your main focus, and y- your main focus is still your main focus. But then there's a lot of other things that start to pile on you. And ultimately, I think it, 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 I think over time it wears you down. And that's what I think we see, a worn-down quarterback. Next up in the morning, Brew, the new interim head coach of the Denver Broncos, Jerry Rosberg, states the obvious. Today we aspire to have another really productive day. We've got a serious gap we have to close. I mean, our opponent is, is clearly ahead of us. They've... They haven't gone through what we have gone through. So we need to close that gap. And real frankly, I need to close that gap. I'm trying to bring myself up to speed. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the Broncos have to play an arrowhead on Sunday, Mark. Right. I'm here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, again, we have to close the gap. I, I like, here's what I like about Jerry Rossberg. It's no BS. We're not very good. I know that. You know that. And by the way, I've got to get myself up to speed from a head coaching standpoint. So, you know, I, I appreciate the honesty because that and, and that I think is one thing. I think one thing that you really need this franchise really needs um, whoever is the next leader of this franchise is to understand where to really embrace where you're at. It stinks. I get it. It's not good. And it's the same thing with Russell. You're not good. Really embrace not being good. You know, just soak in the suck and uh, and let that be the motivating factor to get you out of this mess. And and to really to really look at yourself critically and go, okay, here's here are the things that we need to fix. Here's where we're at. And, and, you know, we're in charge of of being there like we we put ourselves in that position and how are we going to get out of it and and start putting a plan together to say we're not you know, we're not competing for playoff. We're not. You know, where we where we were, you know where we were as a franchise for thirty years under Mr. Bowling, we're not. And it, the sooner you realize it and embrace it and and start doing something about it, as opposed to going, man, we're a player away. Man, we're so dynamic on the wide receiver. Like our, I'll put our wide receivers. In. Stop. You haven't. I mean, you seriously in the NFL, you guys haven't amounted to squat. Honestly, you you haven't done anything. You haven't won anything. You're, you're a losing franchise. I mean, embrace that and now figure out how to fix it. 